Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Was he? Okay, do you know what? Ferrari, final answer. (laughs) (laughs) Wrong! Ladies and gentlemen, coming to you live from across the globe, one of us in the sun, the other on the sofa, it's the weekend we've all been waiting for, Felipe Dragovic stepping in for FP1, Liam Lawson in the Alpha Tauri once again, Max looking for his 10th win in a row, 53 laps of pure adrenaline round the track with 11 corners, two DRS zones to get your blood pumping, Rubens yeah. Barrichello is the fastest man on earth to ever drive here with a lap record of 1-2-1, one, one. but we know Max will want to beat that, everyone's hoping for a dry race, an exciting race, and Lando Norris is hungry. Welcome to Pit Stop, ahead of the Monza Grand Prix. (laughs) Ladies and gents, welcome back to the Pit Stop podcast. We are coming to you live virtually. Jake and Fab are not in the same room for the first time ever. This is so strange. I can hear you coming through my headphones and there's like the weird echo. And I'm just sat here with my top off in the lounge, just chilling on my own. What well, are you I'm up sat to? Here, I'm you? sat here with my top off, mate, in the lounge. Apart from I'm wearing swimming shorts, they're very, very wet. Because um, I just came out from the pool. You've been to the pool? You've been to the beach? You've had a couple of beers today as well? Uh, yeah, a few cocktails up, down, everywhere. Guys, I'm in Portugal. All right, this is my first hot holiday in 10 years. So, But pit stop doesn't stop. We still have to... How are you finding it? How's your holiday? It's good, but I'm just trying to figure out um, how to deal with doing nothing (laughs) for like (laughs) 10 days. It's just weird, mate. But it's all right. You're doing a bit of sunbathing, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, got a bit of tan line going on. You even um, went for a bike ride with Tiffany Cromwell. (laughs) Yeah, I did. Yeah, me and (laughs) Tiffany met up. Mate, do you know what? I'm looking at my tan line now and it's actually popping. I can't believe you tagged Tiffany Cromwell in an Instagram story of on bikes. That's absolutely hilarious. Well, I was hoping um, Valtteri Bottas might see it. And then I, had a, I had a load of comments, to be fair. People were saying, like, what the hell? Why? Even Matt Gallagher from P1 would. was like, why are you with Tiffany Cromwell? <laughs> <laughs> Breaking news! Oh, oh. Breaking news! Lewis Hamilton and George Russell both extend with Mercedes. Done. Deal done. That Let's is go. worth a clap. Let's clap it's that. It's official. Ladies and gentlemen, it is official. The relationship continues between Mercedes, Lewis Hamilton and George Russell. As we expected, we didn't really think it'd go to Ferrari, did we? 
Uh, no, I don't think so. There was a lot of stuff going around. By the way, mate, I don't really like this. I was thinking we could do this virtual pod whenever we wanted. We could both travel the world separately and do this, but I don't like not being able to sit opposite you and look at you in the eye. <laughs> it's weird. Well, and touch, like it touch your leg reasons. every now and again. It's weird for me when a bit of the conversation ends and then it's like, should the other person jump in now? It becomes more like an interview rather than a chat, right? Because I have to, you have to basically wait for me to stop speaking to jump in. Yeah, this takes me back to the first pod that we did with Will Buxton when that was over Zoom. Yes, yes. And it's very it's a, weird. It's just a weird dynamic, isn't it? Oh, I've got it to tell strange. you, I had a crazy dream last night. Did you? Because so did I. Crazy. But, go on. Right, well... Well, mate, the listeners have to know about this, okay? I was in my old house, and you know my bedroom was downstairs, where there's the window on the right next to my bed, in the old house. Paddock View. Paddock View. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was in there, I was lying in bed, and out of nowhere, there's my window's wide open, I wake up, and there's um, Robert Zane, you won't know who that is, it's a guy from Suits, standing at my, basically breaking in, and I wanted to talk about it on the pod, because in my dream... You were in the house, and I was trying to shout, Fab, burglar. There's a burglar in the house. I was trying to <laughs> shout a burger it as loud as I can. There's a burger. I was trying to shout, burglar, burglar. But in my dream, it wouldn't happen. And then the craziest thing happened in my dream. I was thinking in my dream, why can't I talk? Why can't I scream? And then I realized in my dream, my mouth was like full of something. The best way to describe it is <laughs> like what? full of like... The best way to describe it is if you, you have a load of mini on? cheddars. If you have a load of mini cheddars in your mouth and just munch them all up, it makes that weird mush in your mouth almost. Yeah. Or like crisps. My mouth was full of that. And then the weirdest thing is, I started to pull it out of my mouth in the dream so that I could shout louder. This guy was climbing through my window and I was shouting, burglar, burglar, and it was quiet. <laughs> That's and I was so pulling weird. this stuff out my mouth. And just as I got it all out and I was about to shout, burglar, I just woke straight up. And I looked at my phone and it was like 4am and I was like, oh my God, I'm home alone. And I've just had the most crazy. You woke up at 4am, mate. That's so weird because so did I. (laughs) 4.17. 4.17, I woke up. I reckon we were awake at the same times, mate. We must be in perfect sync. Next time that happens, just text me. And if I'm awake, mate, I'll I'll give you a little FaceTime. Well, if you're here, I'll just come into your room. Yeah, you'd normally do that anyway. But guys... Oh, I don't remember. I remember it being really, really weird, but I don't remember. What I do remember <laughs> is that this weekend is the Italian Grand Prix, and we're at Monza. Yep. Mm-hmm. We are. Very exciting. Leclerc very was pole exciting. here last race. Max won last year, so Max will probably... Oh, I, can't believe you've, I can't believe you've got these facts, because I've got a little five-question quiz for you later, and you're going to know all the answers. No, no, I haven't. I haven't because it spent me. It took me about a day to put together that intro, trying to make it as poetic as I possibly could. <laughs> it took could, you a so. day trying to find out all the answers to these questions. I know it, but I'm super excited because Liam Lawson's going to be driving again, which is sick. I, I, to be honest with you, I'm actually really excited to see more from this guy because it proves that F1 is such an unpredictable sport. Like sometimes it's very predictable, as we know, but I don't think mm-hmm. anyone could have guessed that Ricardo coming back you know, second race in, breaks his wrist, does a fucking lance stroll, breaks his wrist by trying to avoid Oscar, which fair play to him. He tried to avoid hurting Oscar Piastri, but in doing so, smashed his wrist into a million pieces. So yeah, I'm gassed to see more from Liam Lawson. And I actually really, really, really want to get him on the pod now. 
Yeah, I'd love Liam on the pod. Yeah, for Ricardo, it was either crashing to Oscar or going to the wall, really, wasn't it? And he's broken his wrist burn. doing it. But yeah, like you just said, Liam Lawson in that car is exciting because he looked amazing on his um, on his first drive out. We saw Nick DeVries looked amazing on his first drive out last year. And then when he came back, it wasn't so great. So let's see how he does on his second drive. Imagine this even, goes in. I didn't even know Liam Lawson like was a, a backup driver, to be honest. I, I, I didn't know much that. about him at all. I so, didn't know much about him at all. He previ- I've got it here. previously competed for Carlin in the FIA Formula 2 Championship, where he finished third last year. So he didn't win, okay. but he still got the podium position, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, he's part of the Red Bull Junior team, so that would make sense. And yeah, partnering with Alex Alban in Deutsch Tourwagen Masters. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Deutsch Masters. Yeah, you're yeah quite, I love the you're Deutsch quite Wagen familiar Masters, with that, mate. I think. Yeah, we'll yeah. always watch that. No, yeah. he's he's. You know what? Liam Lawson's lucky because that Alpha Tauri isn't bad at the moment. Yuki's been doing pretty well. I mean, he's been getting points. Yuki's really stepped it up. I mean, for Liam, the sad thing is, even if he's, like, amazing for the rest of the year, I still don't know if he'll have a seat, like, once Danny's back. Like, nah. he probably is very much just sitting in. But then, how good do you think he has to do to keep the seat? Do you Mate, know what I mean? At the end of the what day... What could he do? Oh, I don't think he could keep the seat, but at the end of the day, it just looks good on the Instagram. Do you know what I mean? The girls will be going <laughs> crazy about him now just because he's driving a fucking Formula One car. That's, Liam that's Lawson's cool. got a girlfriend. I saw a TikTok of him, his girlfriend. Well, she is a very lucky woman, and I'm sure he's a very lucky man, but, yeah. you know. Don't get it twisted. She, he's a very lucky man. Yeah, exactly. Ferrari have new uh, have new liveries coming out. <laughs> this from Monza. is so weird. I'd love to be able to see you right now. I'd love. Well, you're sat there with your top off. Explain where you're sat. I'm sat in the living room at this sort of glass table um, with a lamp okay. next to me, my laptop on it, and I'm actually staring out the big glass doors, looking at my beautiful girlfriend sat by the swimming pool. Um, there's a bloke throwing a tennis ball to his dog. N- nope, that's a child. He's just throwing a tennis ball to a child <laughs> in the pool. Um, I'm sat looking out some big glass doors, but you know what I see out our big glass doors. Not Nothing exciting. No, you just see that bloke standing on his balcony, just constantly staring through the window. Oh, yeah, there he is. He's staring at me. I've got my top off. Hello, mate. We're waiting for each other. He's probably wondering why you're doing it on your own. Maybe he thinks you've had a fallen he's out. He's probably wondering where you are. He's always just sat here watching us. <laughs> That's banter. I, yeah, you are right. I could never, I could not get used to doing this virtually and especially not on my own. But some what were people, you about to tell me about Ferrari? Some people just do this, which I find crazy. But yeah, so Ferrari have a new livery um, coming out for Monza. So do Alfa Romeo. So Alfa Romeo, okay. I don't know if you've seen... Ruth you Buscombe's might, been painting, has she? Ruth Buscombe's got the oil paints out. And she's been fucking slaving away, <laughs> painting the car. I don't know if you've seen the car, the Alfa Romeo car, mate, but it's, it's kind of... I haven't. It's like a black black vibe, but then like there's a massive, the Italian sort of cut, like uh, flag colours on the back and on the front of the car, like over the engine cover nice. and at the front of the car, which is quite nice. And apparently, I've got it written down here, it's to pay tribute to the launch of their new road car, the new 33 Stradale. Ooh, okay. Yeah, this feels a little bit like Top Gear. I feel like Jeremy Clarkson right now. <laughs> Go for um, road cars. I'm pretty impressed with that. Yeah, this, this, this is the... I've got it written down, mate. I wrote all of this down. It's a new, The new car is a throwback to one of their iconic cars from the 60s, which was also called the 33 Stradale. 
Um, oh, well, we'll have to get one of them and now drive it around the track or something and see what it's yeah, like. Yeah, Ruth Buscombe, sort us out. Anyway. For the next time we have to drive all the way to Switzerland, that was still the craziest trip ever. Do you know what? If we could have done it in an Alfa Romeo, I would not have cared at all. But hey, ho. <laughs> it's, a anyway, big, this... it's a big, big weekend, and I want every single one of our listeners to remember to watch the F3 because oh, Gabriel yes. Bortoletto needs one point to be F3 champion. Is and it Gabriel that guy or came Gabriel? On our pod. Gabriel, it's Ga- Gabriel. It's Gabriel. Can, uh, I, I like the name Gabriel, but I think it's he's Gabriel. He's a little legend. And yeah, I, he's I an hope absolute he wins dude. it. Yeah, we went out for a um, little chicken Caesar salad after the pod. That was, that was beautiful. So, what is it, one point you say he needs to get? Yeah, and then he'll be F3 champion. The F2's hotting up. But yeah, I think everyone should watch the F3. It's, it's mad exciting. It, it's, the whole championship is still crazy behind him. But yeah, he needs one point, and I really hope he does it. But Monza's the, their last race of the season, wrong. right? Yeah, exactly. It would have to go pretty wrong. Like It would mean that whoever's in second would have to get a certain amount of points, even if he DNF'd in the sprint and everything. Yeah, but mate, you know, that, that sounds far off, but that... What are you eating, mate? This is a podcast. Uh, are you eating? Does it sound like... No, I'm... That, do you know what that... I'm not eating. sounds that like you're mic. chomping down on some fucking Wait, walkers. Where's the... Oh, I'm using, like, Apple headphones. Is this the mic here? Can you hear that? That's it rubbing on my ch- on my chest hair. Oh, it's, I'm oh. not eating. That's the mic rubbing well, on my chest hair. Well, that's a fucking lie. You V all your chest hair off. <laughs> well, it's grown back, mate. It's grown back. You've been gone a while. It's been a horrendous time here in the flat. All I've done <laughs> is get my washing done. <laughs> I bet you've done a few other things as well. And <laughs> also, there's a new Ferrari movie coming out. Speaking of Ferrari, there is a new Ferrari movie coming out. I don't know if you've seen this. Will Buxton posted it on his story. Um, okay. Someone previously made us aware... And I thought, you know what, you know, who knows what it could be like, but it's being directed by Michael Mann. He's done a lot of good stuff and it's featuring Adam Driver, Hugh Jackman, Penelope Cruz, Cello and Patrick Dempsey and other people. I can get down with that. Yeah, I haven't watched the trailer yet, um, but it's it's a biopic about Enzo Ferrari. So we should definitely watch that. That's mega, well, yeah. All, we will all these movies When's it will be coming great. out? Oh, mate, initial release, August 31st. It's out today. No way. <laughs> yeah. Well, that gives me something to do tonight. I, I could go to the cinema. I wonder if it's in the cinema or you no, watch it online. No, come on. We watch it together. Okay, I'll wait for you to get back. If you ever come back, it feels like it's dragging. Do you know what? I, a holiday is great, and uh, I could never say anything bad about it, but I'll definitely be back, mate, because I could not sit by a pool for the rest of my life. It just, it kills me. But do you know what? I spoke to, to my good friend Mike, you know, Mike from the States, drummer man. Yeah. And he gave me some words of wisdom. He said, bro, sometimes you need this time to do absolutely nothing because then it gives you, it gives you time to think about what's next, what you want to do It next. will ignite you, yeah. Th- th- these period of times ignite you. Like, you need a bit of time off every now and again. You need to get away, get out of the uh, space you're normally in to be inspired and come back and feel fully motivated to hit it. And, like, when you come back, we've got a big part of the F1 season, so we'll have to get some big guests on and we'll have to make it a great end to the year. Yeah, we, we definitely will. Toto Wolf, okay, he's piped okay, up again. Toto. He's piped up again. He's still praising Mick Schumacher, and uh, okay. he still he still think that Mick's deser- Mick he still thinks that Mick deserves an F1 seat. Now, when you look back over the history of Mick's career, he did win F3 and he did win F2. Yeah. So, I think for me it's easy to look at that and think so. But then when you actually think, no, hang on, winning F3 and F2 
is a big, big, big thing. It's, it's going to put you in perfect stead for F1. Toto basically said, the moment you're not feeling confident in a car over a prolonged period of time, the more, oh, mate, I've had a few beers, if you couldn't tell. I can't really talk <laughs> properly. The moment you're not feeling confident in a car over a prolonged period of time, the more pressure you put on yourself and obviously the less good that you perform, right? So he's been in the Haas. It hasn't been the greatest car. He's been trying to push and push and push and get every ounce of anything that he can get out of it, basically. But I think once, yeah. you, once you do that so much, you end up stressing yourself out a little bit. And Toto mm-hmm. basically said, you know, his contribution in the simulator has been tremendous for Mercedes. Um, so when you, whenever you've seen Mercedes make a big jump kind of over a race weekend, you know, they've come back and all of a sudden, because they weren't doing very good, right? And then all of a sudden they made a big leap and like Lewis yeah, was doing yeah, good, yeah, yeah. George was doing good. That's because Mick has been putting in the fucking hours and driving his socks off. Like every night so it's in the all sim. thanks to Mick, is it? It's all thanks to Mick, mate. <laughs> Lewis Hamilton owes Mick a little bonus, I would say. Oh, oh, look, I'd love to see Mick back in on the F1 grid, but he's ha- he kind of has already had a shot, and there you could argue there's a lot of people in the grid that deserve a shot, like the Brazilian Felipe Dragovic, who is stepping oh. in for FP1 Aston Martin this weekend. Like, it's tough. Would you rather? Who do you, who would you rather? Would you rather Dragovich in or Schumacher? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, I'd have to say Dragovic because we know Drago is a decent lad and he hasn't had the chance to race yet. But that doesn't mean I don't think Mick doesn't, doesn't deserve it still. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah I, don't get me wrong. I'd love to see him on the grid. I just can't imagine where he'd go. I mean, someone would be taking quite a big risk with him, I think. I mean, to be honest, he did have quite a few crashes, which was quite expensive for the team. Like he did cost yeah. us a fair bit of money, and I think that was probably one of the main instigators behind it. Um, Breaking news, mate. And that's okay. Well, say it with a bit of passion, then. Breaking news, mate. <laughs> there we go. It's not that breaking, but I text. Oh, you can help with this, actually. I text Mikey Brown after last weekend just to say, mate, what a what a mega weekend. Congrats. 
and he was like fucking insane mate out of nowhere so good and i asked him right because mikey brown got a brand new simulator so i asked him how how he was getting on with the sim it's actually the same as what we've got so yeah what did he can you look at the leaderboard please and tell me what what lap time he set mikey brown did a 107 462 interesting now if you remember he did it cockpit view as well didn't he he did with no lines he was actually a monster to be fair we've not seen anyone else do it cockpit view everyone does like the the fucking dash cam or whatever you want to call it mm. he texts me he said i did a 105 round austria what 105 flat well he just said a 105 so i've called bullshit <laughs> i said i believe it when i see it but it might mean that maybe at, towards the end of the year you know, after this mega, mega year that Aston Martin have had, um, we should probably get Mikey back, not only to set a lap in the sim to see if he can get a 105, but also to set a karting lap. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely get Mikey back. He's such a legend. Like, that was one of my favourite interviews and that Aston Martin are smashing it. It's him and Alonso as well. They've built this amazing friendship. You can see it. Can you imagine if we got both him and Alonso? Yeah, tell Mikey to bring Alonso in his bag. <laughs> you <laughs> probably bring fit, Alonso. <laughs> Breaking news. Helmet oh, Marco God. has said Alex Albert will never race <laughs> for Red Bull ever again. I saw that. I saw that. And I mean, I think that's pretty obvious. All he was really saying is, look, he had his chance and we've got other exciting young drivers now. And then he said, no one's going to be able to compete with Max. That's, that's pretty much precisely what he said. I kind of blew it out of proportion a little bit. But he said that Max's teammate, you know, it's hard as shit to be Max's teammate because nobody is currently on his level. But mm. then, you know, I was sort of thinking, like, how, how do you decide who is on Max's level? Like, you can't do it off who's finishing where in the race because obviously the cars are nowhere near as good as the Red Bull at the moment. So personally, the way mm. I, I thought about it was, like, you have to, like, look at, overtakes and positions gained from this last year and who's been just absolutely shredding the overtakes who's been gaining the most positions per race now i couldn't find any information out for oscar but if i'm completely honest with you there's only two people on the grid i think maybe three that i would say could f yep. could fill that seat that checo currently has and i'd say it's either oscar lando or alonso okay i mean it's interesting that Helmut come out and said that now, though, because I would probably say Alex is one of the closest as well. Like, he's been absolutely slamming that Williams. Facts. Um, True. Uh, and not only that, I do think that even though he won't have another shot at Red Bull, I do wonder whether Alex could be the perfect replacement for Hamilton at the end of next year. Well, Alex and George, because they're quite good mates. Yeah, but you've been muttering about Lando going to, to Red Bull. I mean, what if, what if, what if McLaren took Alex? I, yeah, I don't know. But the, the thing is, every time I say about Perez leaving, I remember how much money is in the Mexican, Mexican marketing. And then I'm like, mm, do they want to lose that side of the world? You know, like right now, having that Mexican South American following and is, is huge for the sport and for Red Bull. And like we've always said, if Red Bull can win just off Max, constructors and drivers, they probably just want the most financially valuable second choice. They probably don't really care whether they win every race come second or third. As long as they win every race, I wonder race, what the I'm pay sorry. gap is. I wonder what the pay gap is between Checo and, and Max. 
I'd say probably about half, and I'd probably say that's probably fair. I mean, Max is a two-time world champion, mm. um, and arguably one of the greatest, if not the greatest driver of all time. We yeah. have to wait and see. Like, <clears throat> I'm not going to put it out there yet, but he's already I, I would broken already some say, ridiculous records, hasn't he? Yeah, I'd already say he's one of the greats. Yeah, without a doubt. I think anyone who wins an F1 World Championship is one of the greats, but to go and win two and to set the records he has, like, if he wins this weekend, that'll be his 10th F1 win in a row. Like, that's a record. Red Jensen Bull have Button. already broken the record of since broke beat McLaren's record of wins in a row. Yeah. Oh, my voice What's just Jensen cracked. Jensen Button done? Well, Jensen Button is definitely one of the greats. He's only a one-time world champion. Fernando Alonso. Uh. Excuse me. Easily one of the greats. That was disgusting. (laughs) Too many beers on holiday. (laughs) Give Um, me your give me your five questions. Give me your five questions. You want the quiz? Yeah, give me your five questions about Monza. I want to play along. Ladies and gents, welcome back to another quiz (laughs) (laughs) with Jake and Fab. I have five tasty little numbers. For Jake, boys, just a, just a hot five, guys. I'm on holiday, but I managed to squeeze in a little five. And we're going to start it off with question number one. Okay. I, I was sat by the pool earlier, and uh, my girlfriend was like, I'm going to try and help you get some questions. And I was like, yeah. But then she was coming out with like, you know, who set the fastest lap round Monza? And I was like, you can't ask. I can't ask Jake that kind of question because he, that motherfucker would have Googled that shit. I know. Yeah, you got to get more creative, mate, because I've already got some stuff in front of me. Righto. <laughs> okay. And the thing is, I, I could ask you this question. You could um and ah about it for three minutes because I can't see you. Straight you on Google. Google. <laughs> So you have, you I have promise a time limit, I won't right? cheat. I promise. No, this one, I this promise. is a new one. This is like mastermind, okay? You've got 10 seconds to answer, okay? Okay, okay. All right. Ready? Yeah. 2021 was the first year McLaren had won a race since Brazil in 2012. And it was at Monza. But who won it for them? Lando Norris, Carlos Sainz, Fernando Alonso, or Danny Rick? Uh... Oh my god, 2012. Uh, Fernando Alonso. You locking in Fernando Alonso? Yeah, it's the only one that I can think makes sense timeline-wise. You're wrong, mate. What? 2021, bro. Oh, I thought you said 2012. Let me read it out again. Okay, but then you've got five seconds. When you're doing that, it's quite hard to concentrate. I've got headphones in. Well, you got to deal with pressure, mate, all right? You, like, you got to think about I didn't these drivers. Even hear the, say the question again. You're mumbling words, mate. 2021 was the first year that McLaren had won a race since Brazil in 2012, and it was at Monza. Oh, I was thinking you were asking who was driving in 2012. No. Lando Norris, oh. Carlos Sainz, Fernando Alonso, Danny Rick. Yeah, Danny Rick, and Zach's got the tattoo. Correct. Yes, thank you very much. I'll give I'm that sorry, to you. Sorry, I just had to blow you off and get on Google. <laughs> I will give that to you, even if you are che- cheating, because I'm a nice I'm guy. Not, I swear, I thought you said 2012, and I was thinking, oh, 2012, that was like over 10 years ago. That's got to be Fernando Alonso. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's completely fair. Question number two. Which team, you're going to get this, <laughs> you bastard. Which team holds the most constructor wins at Monza? Mercedes, Ferrari, McLaren, or Renault? I... I don't know. I don't have that in front of me. That's one thing I don't have. Um, quite a lot of them are Ferrari, like from when we've done this before. Stop. And stalling. I do know. I do know that Schumacher and Hamilton have both won here five times. 
I'm so <laughs> that was gonna be my first question and I deleted it. <laughs> <laughs> so so that's at least five Mercedes and at least five Ferrari wins. Um Stop Googling, just answer the fucking question. Alright, I'm gonna go Mercedes. <laughs> that's wrong. Oh, it was Ferrari. Ferrari, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I knew it. I bonus knew point, it. bonus point. How many wins? Nine, sixteen, or twenty? Sixteen. It's twenty. It's twenty, mate. Oh, God, bro, twenty wins for in the bonus point. You kind man. No worries. No worries. Question number three. Right, really listen to this one because. This, this is weird answering these questions staring at the washing machine. Usually you're <laughs> sat there. I'm, I'm looking where you'd be sat and you're not there. <laughs> you ready? Yeah. <laughs> I love how you're, you're actually looking as if I, I am there. Like the, yeah, yeah, to probably build hazy, the atmosphere. A hazy figure of me is there. If you yeah. squint hard enough, you might see me. Right, ready? Yeah. A wet weekend in 2008 saw future world champion Sebastian Vettel take the win at Monza, but which team was he driving for? Toro Rosso, Red Bull, Ferrari, or Marussia? <laughs> Thank God this one isn't filmed and doesn't blow up on socials. We'd get ridiculed for this. Um, right. It's not Red Bull, because his success at Red Bull was a, a bit after that, I think. Okay, um, nice, nice logic. I like that. So You're using the he, knowledge that you have and applying sense. it. It would have made sense that before that, he was at Toro Rosso. Like that, that, but did Red Bull even own Toro Rosso then? Yeah, um, and, and was I he at know. Ferrari before Red Bull? Or was he at Ferrari after Red Bull? Oh, he was really young at Ferrari, because I've seen pictures of him. Was he? Okay, do you know what? Ferrari, final answer. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong! Toro Rosso, Toro Rosso, Toro Rosso. I tripped. <laughs> I knew it, I knew it. You always do that. You try and put me on <laughs> Even without being able to look at each other, I could still do it. That's genius. Oh my God, okay. So wow. this is question number four, but technically five because of the bonus question. Question number four. What is the nickname for the Monza Grand Prix? Adrenaline Valley, Temple of Speed, Sweaty Betty Spaghetti, <laughs> the Dome, the Dome of Destruction, or Fernando yeah, Alonso's backyard? <laughs> yeah, God, you can't even say it. <laughs> oh my God. Um, it's only got eleven corners, and it is a very quick one. It's definitely not Philando Alonso's backyard. I'm going to go the Temple of Speed. You looking at it? Why have you gone really quiet? Is that wrong as well? You don't want to go with Sweaty Betty Spaghetti? <laughs> well, I was thinking about it, but I don't reckon it's right. <laughs> correct. Temple of Speed is correct. Well done, mate. Is that the end of the quiz? No, there's one more. There's one more. Okay. Who has had the most polls at Monza in the last five years? Lewis Hamilton, Max Verstappen, Charles Leclerc, or Nikita Mazepin? <laughs> I love the way you always put one in there. It's definitely not going to be. Well, Leclerc was here, pole here last year, but I don't believe he's had the most in five years. Uh, if Ferrari have won the most, I'm going to go with Schumacher. <laughs> Schumacher wasn't even on the fucking list, mate. <laughs> what? 
Lewis, Ham- Lewis Hamilton, Max Verstappen, Charles Leclerc, Nikita Mazepin, and I'm going to add a bonus one, Nicholas Latifi. Only, only in the last five years? Yeah, so 2022, 21, 2019, and 2018. Charles Leclerc, Charles Leclerc. You Googled that, you bastard. No, I, I know didn't, but didn't. I know he got pole there last year and Max won. So I was thinking, well, if that's one year, probably Charles the year before as well. Correct. So Charles <clears throat> got the pole last year, but Max won. In 2021, mm-hmm. Max Verstappen got the pole, but Daniel Ricciardo won. In 2020, Lewis Hamilton got the pole, but Pierre Gasly won. In 2019, okay. Charles Leclerc got the pole again and he won it. And in 2018, Kimi Raikkonen, that that old familiar face, got it, but Lewis Hamilton won it. Well, that's fantastic knowledge. Well, why don't we do who's going to win it this week and give our top three prediction? Okay, uh, let's start from third. Okay, who are you going for? We've seen podiums can be very, very unpredictable, like last race in Zandvoort. Yeah, we had Gasly Gasly. Yep. I think the way Fernando Alonso is going, I, I have to keep keep him in my podium. Um, I think second was a stretch for Aston Martin. Maybe not a stretch, but you know he was he he drove like a beast to get second. So I'm going to put Fernando Alonso in third. Okay, third. I'm going to go George Russell. I think he's going to perform after his big contract extension and show everyone what he means business. All right, righty dokey skip. Um, second. I'm going to go Oscar Piastri. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I really am. And I I say that with, with I mean it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I Second, I'm going to go, and I'm thinking about the cars here. I'm going to go Carlos Sainz, mate. Okay, fair enough. You, they That's got the t- a you know, crazy prediction. Italy, you got the Tifosi. Carlos Sainz has actually overtaken Charles Leclerc in the championship, which is bonkers. So, yeah, yeah I'm going Carlos Sainz second, mate. And first place, Max Verstappen for me. Yep, I'm going to go Oscar Piastri. Okay, yeah, see, that, that makes perfect sense. Now I'm questioning whether I should put Oscar first as well. Do you know why? Why? Because I reckon... Right, this is something crazy. Again, this is something that my girlfriend told me by the pool. She says, apparently, there's a Monza curse. And every driver in the last however many years, like four or five years, whenever they've won, the next year, they haven't won and something terrible has happened. So, Max won. Yeah. So, Max won last year. So, if the Monza curse is real, mate, then, you know... We'll find out this weekend, but Max might not fucking, you know, uh, F1 mech, Callum wants to make sure that he touches that Red Bull because, Mm. you know, I'm a little bit superstitious and I think something could happen. Well, let's find out this weekend if the F1 curse is real. That's that's absolutely crazy. My wild card is Alex Albon. I think he may, I think Alex Albon's going to finish sixth. Whoa. Okay. My wild card is going to be Liam Lawson in the points. Liam Lawson in the points would be huge. I don't think so in that car, but I'm putting it out there. Well, Yuki can do it. Maybe Liam can. Yeah, but there's so much straight line speed. I don't really know. I don't know. Who knows? It would be mega. It's going to be a great weekend, mate. It's going to be a great weekend. It really is. It's also going to be a great night because I am going out for dinner in half an hour. All right, mate. Well, I won't keep you any longer then. It's raining here, so we should probably wrap this up. 
Is it really? It's raining here. I don't even want to no. talk to you when you're sat there with the sun outside. It's not even. No, fair. but do you know what? We're getting rain next weekend. The next week. Next week is raining. Yeah, I hope it. I hope it floods, mate. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. I've done enough swimming already this week. Thank you. Well, thank you for the quiz, mate. That was great. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Pit Stop podcast virtually from across the world. Um, uh, after the race review will also be virtual. So hopefully you don't hate this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah we're going to try and film it, though, guys. I don't, know if, I don't know if it's possible, but I've got a camera. So I'm going to I will see if we can film uh, Monday's episode. Yeah, we'll try and film Monday's episode. Hope everyone enjoys the race. It's going to be a great race weekend. Fab, have a fantastic dinner. Cheers, mate. Enjoy your Wendy's. Because <laughs> I'm yeah, sure that's cheers, what you're going to have thank you. <laughs> thank you for listening to Pit Stop Podcast. Rate it five stars, hit the follow button, and we'll see you guys on Monday. Later. Later.